Hey bug catchers, Josh here. Wanted to take a moment and warn you, there's some scary stuff in this episode. Like ghosts. We think they're ghastlies and haunters, but we can't be sure yet. We haven't got that sylph scope. Anyway, it's definitely some spooky stuff, because we're going to Lavender Town. This has been your scare warning. Hello, and welcome to Experience Share. It's a Pokemon podcast starring me. What name did I pick for myself this week? Tansier. Ooh, that's a nice one. AKA Tanier Greenring. And who am I? And my co host, Greninjosh. I love that one. That's the <laughs> best one so far. AKA Josh Fielstead. This is a Pokemon podcast in which my co host, Josh, and I play the Pokemon games in their entirety. Every week, we beat a different gym, and this week, we beat the fourth gym in Pokemon Blue and Red, which was Erica's grass-type gym. In Celadon City, the biggest city in Kanto. A very fun city. I loved it. I had such a good time. I played the slots for longer than I care to admit. Oh, yeah, and I love that they are just like, they see a couple of kids, like 10 or 11 or whatever, and some guy is just like, oh, I'm on my last legs. I can't do this. My, my family's falling apart. Take my coin case. Yeah. This is yours now. You go. <laughs> my life has been a disaster, but maybe you'll have more luck. And I got to tell you, man, I did. Yeah, you got some good stuff. I was the king of the slots for a little while there. So in Celadon City, to explain, if you haven't played the games, there's a place called the Game Corner, and it's a casino. That's right. You get a coin case from a guy in a restaurant who says his life is a disaster, <laughs> so you can go play the slots. And then when you get there, everyone's like, oh, hey, kid, welcome to the world of like debauchery that is casino living. Here's some coins to get you started. So I use the like whatever, like 50 coins or whatever you get from the patrons in this casino, plus an additional 100 coins that I purchased, and I netted 650 coins. Wow. I, I'm keeping a clean life. I didn't even do it yet. Oh, really? I'm addicted to the fucking the hustle, man. <laughs> I was out there just like robbing the one-armed bandit. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm going to go hog wild at one point because I do want to get a Porygon, and that's the only way well, to get Well, and that's the thing. Uh, it. Is I was like, okay, I've earned 650 coins. I've made some good money. I've hit some 300 jackpots. Let's go next door and see what I can earn with this. And next door is the prize station. Nothing. No, jack shit. <laughs> you have to get like 6,000 coins. They laugh you out of there and they just toss you onto the street and then you're no different than that man whose life is ruined. I went on a journey this week, Joshua. I was like Odysseus. Wow. So far afield that I had to like really journey my way back to Celadon City. Yeah. And find my way back to erica and defeat this gym but i got so much accomplished this week and i'm so proud of what i've done and i'm so proud of my team and i'm so proud of my babies <laughs> bug catchers tanner's actions this this past week have 
let us have a discussion where in the future we're probably going to have to decide whether or not we let each other just do whatever we want as long as it's before the next gym because he once again well technically went everything i did was before the next gym Right, exactly. And you've been, you started flexing that line way back in Vermilion City, and you really took it to a whole nother level this time, <laughs> where I was kind of left well, in the I'm, dust. I've, I'm working under a rigorous and strict set of restrictions, which is I can only play with water type Pokemon. And after getting Gyarados and Wartortle both to level 30, I was like, I have to find more water type Pokemon. Yeah. I have to. So this is going to be an issue in every game, I guess. I cannot just get like let these two level to infinity and like not have anyone else on my team except like my HM friends. So I devised a strategy for getting the super rod. And if you're not familiar with the games, the way to get the super rod is to find the fishing guru's brother on Route 12. And in order to do that, you need the poker flute. To wake up the Snorlax, who's in your way. In order to get the Poke Flute, you have to go to the underground lair of Team Rocket and defeat Giovanni. It's like, <laughs> so out of control. Who's in Celadon City. So technically, everything I did was is within the parameters of this section of the game. Right. Except but I did do all of that. I didn't do any of that last part. So we will be reserving our conversation on the Rocket hideout. Team Rocket hideout and the Pokemon Tower for next time, even though I did accomplish them both this time. I did some of the Pokemon Tower. Did, but you didn't have the Sylph scope. No, I got booted out. I got booted out by the ghost of what I know is Marowak, but my character does not know. Can we discuss the afterlife in Pokemon? It is interesting. I have a couple of comments about it because... In the games, it doesn't really ever make clear how does a Pokemon die because you go into this Pokemon tower and it's this super fucking depressing scene. Yeah, it's all people who are mourning the death of their Pokemon and then channelers who were possessed by like spirits. And drugs, probably. And drugs. And everyone in there is like weeping. They're talking about like, oh, why did my Growlithe leave me so early? And like, oh, my Clefairy... And it's, first of all, like, I didn't sign up to be anyone's therapist. And second of all, how do Pokemon die? Do Pokemon die? Because so far, none of my Pokemon have died. Yeah, they don't in the games, as far as I recall, other than, like, your Pokemon never do. In the, in the anime, I also don't remember if they do. I would be devastated if any of my sweet boys or girls died. Devastated. Oh, I would too. I mean... I would have a whole funeral pyre. It would be a very sad scene. I would sink into the deepest depression. Actually pondering that question, and especially because we had a fair amount of time between these recordings, I uh, went down a rabbit hole on, of course, Bulbapedia, and I ended up learning about this playstyle called Nuzlocke. Oh, I know all about Nuzlocke. Okay. I love to watch people do Nuzlocke runs on YouTube. I am really fascinated by it. We will probably do, at some point in the future, Bug Catchers, a Nuzlocke run. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. It sounds really fun. It's so, like, explain very briefly what Nuzlocke runs are. There are a few different variations, but at its baseline, it's that you can choose whichever Pokemon you want from Professor Oak or whoever the professor is. But any Pokemon who faints, including your starter Pokemon, is dead. 
And and you have to release them. Yeah, you have to release them. Also, in order to grab more Pokemon to recruit into your team, you can only capture the first Pokemon that you encounter in a given area. Not region, but like, you know, a route or a dungeon. And there are a few other variations that get really wild where it's like, you can't even go to Pokemon centers and you can only use potions. But the baseline is anyone who faints is dead. And you can only capture the first Pokemon per area. I gotta say, restricting myself to water type Pokemon feels about as close to a Nuzlocke run as I think a regular playthrough can get. Especially in this generation. Yeah. Well, no, this generation's actually good for water type Pokemon. So Gen 1 has more water type Pokemon than any other type of Pokemon, which is not something I realized at first. Okay, you got me on that one. I didn't know this as I picked them. I picked them because I picked Squirtle first, and I love Poliwrath. He's my favorite Pokemon. We know. So I wanted that team. I was like, okay, I've got two water-type Pokemon. I may as well go all water. But then in researching this, it turns out that this game, this generation is the most abundant in water-type. I'm actually an embarrassment of riches right now. I've got more water-types than I can use on my six Pokemon team right now. There are plenty of fish in the sea. Guess is mm. what they what they would say. And I've caught a lot of them. I guess before we go too deep into it, and especially because you keep bragging about your meandering journey, we should do a level check and let's find out what your new team is. So I've still got Jean Baptiste, my original boy, my beautiful boy. How could you not? He is a level thirty six Blastoise. Oh, you got there. Okay. Yeah. Blastoise, one of the best sprites, by the way, in this generation. Or he's so Really round. in all of them. He's always fun. He's so round and roly-poly. It's very one. festive. He's like such a tough boy in later games and on Bulbapedia, but in this one, like he's a circle. <laughs> the Pokemons were such so much more roly-poly in this first gen than they are in the later gens. They were like, well, we got like 50 pixels to work with. Let's just yeah. pack it. Tack the whole thing. <laughs> Use as many of those pixels as you can. Uh, so Jean-Baptiste, he's doing super well. He's super happy. He loves being on the team. He's kind of my fallback, I think, at this point. I don't even use him that much, but what I do is because I don't have the experience share yet, I will bring them in and then switch to Jean-Baptiste, which in itself levels him. Right. Next up is Oberon. Second in command, right-hand man, love him so much, my Gyarados. He's doing so well. He's so beautiful. He's got these <laughs> great moves called Body Slam and Dragon Rage, and it can essentially tear through anyone. Well, he's got an anger problem. Yep. And then, so my new lady, there's a place in Celadon City, a big building, right next to the giant Pokemon Mart. Oh, yeah. Apparently, it's Game Freak HQ. And all the developers of the game are in this building. Yeah, Celadon City's got like a Silicon Valley vibe. It's weird. It's like Deadpool. He like breaks the fourth wall a lot. And they're like, I developed the game you're playing right now. And it's like, <laughs> okay, well, you're in the game though. What does that mean? Really out of left field. <laughs> but if you go around to the back of this building, I discovered, you can walk all the way to the top. And there's a guy there called the Game Freak or something like that. And you talk to him, and he says, thank you for coming to the top of this building. Here's an Eevee. Oh, yeah. And he just hands you an Eevee. And you know what I did immediately? You bought a... Went and bought a Waterstone and 
evolved into a Vaporeon. So Aubergine is my level 33 Vaporeon. Vaporeon is very good. A tank, very... I love her. Uh. She's so good. She's got so many goddamn hit points. Yeah. Gyarados has slightly more, but she's got a ton of hit points, and she has tons of non-water moves, which is really nice. She's got Sand Attack, which I love, and Quick Attack. I swear to God, if I just go into any fight and drop three Sand Attacks and then just Quick Attack someone to death, it works every time. But she's also got a couple Water-type moves. So, And then I've got... My level tw- 23 Poliwhirl, and I finally got one. Oh, I was going to say, like, you saunter into Celadon City, and there's that guy who's sitting there with a Poliwhirl, and he's, like, bragging about it. You must have been so triggered. I was so angry. I kept chatting him, hoping he would give me more prompts, you know? Like, tell me more about your Poliwhirl. And he just kept saying the same thing over and over again. I was like, no, I don't care. Just tell me about your Poliwhirl. <laughs> but I did eventually catch a Poliwhirl with, with my Super Rod. And he's level 23, and I love him. His name is Pierre. He's oh, that's good. the crowning achievement of my team, and he's going to be my number one boy as soon as I level him up. And then he also requires a water stone at some point to get him to Polyrath. Yeah. You might as well just pick that up while you're in town. Well, I need one for my next Pokemon, too. Celeste. Oh, and who is she? Who's a level 21 Shelder. Oh, yeah. Who... After level 27, I'm going to evolve into a Cloyster. Cloyster's dope. Very feisty. Yeah, and I think Cloyster will be a permanent placement on my team as well. And then I have Hubert, my level 15 HM friend. (laughs) Of course. Krabby, who only knows Cut right now, but will eventually also learn Surf. I don't have any Pokemon who know Flash. I don't have any Pokemon who know strength and i don't have any pokemon who know fly yet but i'm hoping someday in the future that i might i haven't done any research into figuring out whether or not any water type pokemon can learn fly fly is gonna be incompatible you're (laughs) you're gonna have to bring someone in as a temp worker maybe i would hate to give up hubert he's like he's my hm friend but he's such a I think it would really hurt morale to get rid of Hubert. I mean, also, you didn't do Rock Tunnel without Flash, I hope. God forbid. No, I. so when I did Rock Tunnel, I had um, Edward, my Jigglypuff, okay. <laughs> who did no Flash. Okay. But I've since abandoned Edward. So that's my lineup. Okay. What are you working with? My team these days, we're going to kick it off because he is at the front of the lineup with an announcement. Okay, an announcement. Big announcement, bug trainers. Oh, there are a number of announcements, but the first one is bug that catchers. Fuck. as soon as I made it to Labrador Town, I beelined it for the name raider. I was like, listen, <laughs> I made a mistake in my youth. You, you have such a complex about your Pokemon names. I made a mistake in my youth. Liztard was its name? Litzard. Litzard. His right. tail's on fire. He looks like a lizard. No, I get it. And it's clever and it's good. And you had fun with it. But I outgrew. is it in the spirit of this show? I don't know. It's not sophisticated enough. Yes. For what we're doing with our Pokemon names, apparently. I renamed him Palmerston. Okay. And explain what part of English history minutia <laughs> that gets his name from. Yeah. 
And it's, that's a really good way of putting it because I think Palmerston is the most underrated prime minister of the 19th century. <laughs> uh-huh. Tell me more. He was in office from 1859 until 1865. Good years. Good years for England. Oh, actually, wait. He was, <laughs> he was in office from 1855 to 1858 and okay. then 1859. Good, good years for England. Oh, I mean... They were popping what off. Happened? Let's see. Did anything happen in the 1850s for England? I don't know, honestly. You know what I was more concerned about? The American Civil War. That's true. I guess I was a little too focused on my own country, Josh. But what was happening in England? Well, there was the Irish famine. Were they dealing with slavery as well? Were they having wars with slavery? They already had outlawed it, man. Okay, they outlawed great. it in the 1830s. Good for them. Good for them. But he was involved with, like, the Crimean War. He was involved, I mean, you know, the Second Opium War, that wasn't great. Yeah. But he also did a lot of social reforms. You take the good with the bad. For f- example, he outlawed child labor. That's pretty good. Yeah. Good Bug catchers, you take the good with the bad. Did he fight with China over opium? Yes. Did he outlaw child labor? Yes. <laughs> you take the good with the bad. That's what his like re-election campaign must have been. <laughs> was he pro-opium or anti-opium? He was more of like, listen, you guys, we already got you addicted like decades ago, and everybody <laughs> wants opium, and you have to let us bring all of the opium in, and if you don't, uh, we're going to bomb you. <laughs> okay. I assume they were a naval supremacy at this point. Oh, I mean, they had the largest navy in the world until like 1920. Right. Or right after the First World War. So they were like really out of control at this point. They were they were like America right now. Okay. Braggarts. It was Pax Britannica, which is that there was relative peace around the world, which was just because nobody wanted to bother like trying to touch the British Empire. I will remind you this is a Pokemon podcast and not a British history podcast. Sorry. So let's yeah. let's hone in on the name here. So Palmerston for Charmeleon is because he was like kind of fiery. His specialty was like foreign policy, and this Charmeleon, and once he's a Charizard especially, is really going to be shaking things up. Which you've got a ways to go, I assume. He is level thirty. Okay, so six more levels. And next we have Elizabeth. An all-time favorite, still around, Nido Queen. She's level 28. I keep thinking I'm going to get rid of her, and then... She just proves her mettle, huh? Yeah, and it's sort of exactly like... Elizabeth! Exactly. There have been several developments with Lord Gort. He was an Abra, I think, in our last episode. Yep. He is now a level 29 Kadabra. And then it sounds like you need old Papa Tanner, old Mr. Squirt, to help you get get there huh i do and i have exciting news okay i caught a growlithe on route oh. seven. Oh. <laughs> yes that sweet little fire puppy can be yours my boy he can be yours i can't really do anything with him but i would love to have him and i would love to level him into an arcanine yeah it's just to acquire this pooch uh, i would love to have him on my team and i can't wait We have one more gym to go because our agreement, as you remember, bug 
catchers is that we will battle in person after gym five. That's right. I I want to make an amendment to this rule. What do you propose? Or should we do it after gym four? We should do it after gym four, shouldn't we? Because gym four is the halfway point. But you went completely off the rails, well, and you have all these levels well, on me. I was well within my rights. I am a free citizen of this country, and am I being detained? Okay. Because I was well within my rights, and if you have not put in the fucking work, Josh, that's your issue. If you will agree to evolve Lord Gort into an Alakazam before the battle, then I accept the challenge. Fine. Fine. Yes. I think in the future we should battle every time our player and his rival battle. I also am troubled that Palmerston is not going to be useful in these battles. None of your Pokemon are going to be useful because I got to tell you, man. Boudica is going to be a big problem for you and Churchill, too. You remember the lineup I just read to you? Yeah, I recall. I played a little since then. And what the hell is that supposed to mean? They're a little stronger than than what I read to you. This is Because I was looking for some more Mon. <laughs> you can't do this. <laughs> I was looking for a little bit more Mon. How about, how about this? Not after Gym 4, but before Gym 5. Would that make you feel better? Yeah. Okay. So before Gym 5, we have to battle. Okay. And that gives you time to level your Mon. And to get your team right. Because if you don't get your team right, my water boys are going to come and squirt all over you, Joshua. Oh, that is so grotesque. They're going to come squirt all over you. <laughs> so get your team right before Jim 5. Call the police. Okay? Call Officer Jenny. But in the future, this is what I want to do. Every time you fight your rival, you have to fight me too. What do you think about this rule? Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. So every time we're playing a, a playthrough and we're getting to the next gym and we realize that we've fought our rival, you and I have to seek one another out and fight. Okay. Good? Yeah, it's a Okay. Deal. Agreed. It's sealed. And we'll do that starting Pokemon Gen 2 Gold Silver. And now can I go back to my Pokemon? Your team. Okay. So Budika, you know her. She's still a gloom. Disgusting. Level 29, and I have to say, I faced down a Gloom, which we'll get into more later, but I faced down a Gloom in uh, in Erica's gym, yep. and I really did not love it. They're disgusting. It was gross. They're disgusting. Also, the thing that Gloom evolves into? Yeah, Vileplume. Dope. Adorable. That's what I said. So jaunty. It's like, got a little cap, and it's like, hello. That, that's what I said. That's what I'm waiting out, this bullshit. The gloom is disgusting. Vileplume is adorable. And I can't wait for you to get Vileplume. It's a classic ugly duckling situation. What level do they do they evolve? Do you know? It's a leaf stone. Well, you have access to the fucking giant Pokemon. I'm waiting until she learns Petal Dance, which is level 38. Okay. Because Vileplume does not learn any moves. Continue your team. Okay. So then we have a new addition. That you're not going to like. I'm not bothered. I'm not bothered. Ama Chop. What? Henry VIII. Machop evolves into Machoke, which evolves into Machamp. And you've previously said that you find them all very unattractive. Yeah, I don't like how mannish. I don't like how human-like they are. Yeah. They disgust me. So this is your thing now. You, this is a psychological game now for you. 
You were trying to find all the Mon, the Pokemon, who physically repulse me in order to get the upper edge in our battles. It's only an icing on top, the psychological warfare. I'm roughly recreating my original team when I disgusting. first played. It's disgusting to me. And 13-year-old Josh is, is disgusting to me. That was to a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> so Machop is level 20. His name is Henry VIII because he's maybe just going to fly off the handle at any moment. He could just start cutting people's heads off sight unseen. Exactly. Is that him? Yeah, he decapitated like four or five of his wives. Great. <laughs> Glad I got that right. You're the history buff here. Well, he, he decapitated a, only a couple of them, but then he invented divorce. He made divorce legal and started the Anglican church because he hated his wife so much. I don't know how to get out of these marriages. So what I'm going to do is decapitate people. And he's like, there's got to be a better way. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it was their fault. They weren't bearing him sons. I mean. No. Yeah. No. What, what was he supposed to do? My wife bared me a son. So she'll be keeping her head. She's fine. it's okay so my last one is the classic churchill yep no longer a pikachu officially a raichu Raichu. level 26 you got the thunderstone raichu's out i gotta say this too i have more moonstones than i know what to do with (laughs) oh humble brag i got like five of these damn things and it's like i have no interest in these and i don't know what they evolve and i'm not interested in them and stop giving me moonstones well you're definitely not interested but it is jigglypuff clefairy nidoran male nidoran female i think that's it so i have nidorine no you have a nido queen i think but i did evolve her i think with a moonstone but i i have like four more and it's like, give me water stones. I need water stones. Well, you could just buy those. I bought one to evolve my Vaporeon. Right. And can I buy more? Yeah, you can just keep buying them. Great. Fine. So as long as you got the cash. Next time we talk, say hello to Polyrath. Say hello to Cloyster. Because I'm going to be fucking big goosh city over here. As long as you don't spend it all, lose it all in the slots. I've got more money than I know what to do with, Joshua. I've got like 100K. Yeah, well, it's all wet and fucked up, so nobody wants that. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's liquid, and I can spend it on whatever I want. All right. Let's get down to business. We touched on Rock Tunnel. We Rock Tunnel, I hated. Yeah, let me say this. I hated every minute of my journey, this section. It was really tough. And it was, I think, especially tough for me. As a water-type trainer, it was brutal. I think, like, you had a little more luck because you have some variety on your team. Erica must have been a fucking cakewalk for you. I torched the whole thing. And when I wasn't torching it, I was playing mind games with Kadabra. I've got a fucking dragon who can body slam you into the fucking molten core of the earth. It was useless against anyone because they would just, like, use stun spore on him. And he would be paralyzed. And it's like, that's bullshit. I'm going to leave this gym, Erica, and I'm going to go buy a thousand paralyzed heels. You did it to yourself. (laughs) So anyway, the rock tunnel sucked and I hated it. I mean, it's the worst. It's like, there's literally no items in it that are worth fucking anything. 
It's a billion hikers and a billion Zubats. The hikers take it to a whole new level where their geodudes just self-destruct, like, automatically. I actually think Rock Tunnel is weirdly one of the places where I, I had an advantage and you didn't. Because water type is strong against my rocks. Let's flood it. So I never actually encountered a self-destruct because I was one-hitting these fucking geodudes. They blew up on me a couple of times. Not me, man. They didn't get the chance. No mercy here. I put my water gun up against their head. (laughs) And they're all head, too, so that's messy. Just all head and arms. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. So we got through it. We end up in Lavender Town. We touched on parts of this. Pokemon Tower. We both did it, although you obviously took it to another level. But I did ascend the tower because I wanted to clear out all those drug addict channelers. Yeah. We also run into, unfortunately, our fucking rivals are in there. Yep. Bad Josh. And how did that go? Bad Josh is always pretty difficult for me. I'll admit. He gave me a little bit of trouble, but I did defeat him ultimately. That's good. I have a question for you as the the Pokemon expert. Okay. When you confront Bad Josh in the Pokemon Tower, he says something along the lines of, what are you doing here? None of your Pokemon have died. Yeah. What I'm curious about is, did any of his Pokemon die? (laughs) There actually is a theory if you recall in our last, I think the last altercation was on SSN with him, and he has a Raticate. Yes. You'll notice the Raticate is no more. Okay, I didn't notice that. And obviously, Raticate is sort of a trash Pokemon, so maybe he just boxed him. But he might have died. We beat him up so oh, wow. handily on SSN that they Oh, wow. He's there mourning his dead Raticate that we killed? Gave him a burial at sea, yeah. That's fucking brutal. Yeah, that's the implication. We killed that Raticate. I remember doing it. He had it coming. That sucks, man. Oof. Sorry, Bad Josh. Sorry, Greg. So sorry for your loss, Bad Josh. But I also didn't love his line where he's like, none of your Pokemon are dead, but I can make them faint. Just because we maybe killed your Pokemon doesn't mean that you need to like... Yeah. Have you read the fucking Bible? Eye for an eye makes us all blind. Great. <laughs> you could be the Bible guy. <laughs> I didn't go to three years of Catholic school for nothing. <laughs> Lavender Town. We did. We beat it. And I have beat it more than you, but we're going to save that for next time. Then we journeyed westward. We travel Route 7 to the Underground Pass. Route 7 was full of bad guys. Gamblers and truants. All these little punk kids standing in a line complaining about how they can't get into Saffron City because that guard doesn't have his water or lemonade or soda or whatever. Right. And it's like, why aren't you in school? Yeah, go to school. Where are your parents? <laughs> Why are you hanging out with these gamblers? 
Why, why are you standing in this line waiting for something to happen? Take control of your own life. Go back to school. It is possible to skip a lot of Route 7. You can maneuver around the trainers and cut down a couple trees and go through some tall grass and get over to Celadon without fighting a lot of them, which is what I did because I was obsessed at the time. <laughs> and I was obsessed with getting more water-type Pokemon and leveling them. So I said, I'm not going to fight any of these people. I'm going to wait. I'm going to skip them all. I'm going to go find some more water-type Pokemon in Celadon City, which I did with my Vaporeon. I love how hellbent you get. I mean, I can't resist tossing all those people. We should explain that we both went on extended vacations since the last time we talked. Yeah, that's true. And you went to Sweden for work. Sweden, and then I had a little fun in England. I went to Minnesota, which is the Sweden of America. Roughly, roughly. And I left my Game Boy on and plugged in the entire time. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So now my game thinks that I've played for 256 hours. Oh, my God. <laughs> so my my clock is all off. Also, for context, I'm at 14 hours and 41 minutes. So yeah, 255 hours. Extremely <laughs> far ahead. I didn't turn it off. I just like left it running and like plugged it in. I was it's like, like the whatever. amount of the amount of time it took to like build the game. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I talked to the guys who built it in the in that tower in Celadon City. Got to Celadon City. Did some gaming. I did get the coin case. I stepped inside of that game corner and I took one look at it. I took one look at these troglodytes, these yeah. rejects My of society, people. and I couldn't do it. Okay, good luck earning your Porygon then, Josh. You're not going to get a Porygon by not gambling. Is it possible to get a Porygon any other way in this game? No. And then there's this tower where the game freak employees live. Did you get the Eevee at the top? I didn't go there yet either. Not yet. Are you going to get the Eevee? Well, of course. Are you going to evolve it? I will. What is your poison? I love Jolteon. Okay. Obviously, I have my Raichu. I have Churchill. But what's interesting, you're going to have this team of all water Pokemon. Maybe I have two electric Pokemon. Sure. Whatever. I don't care. My team is so overpowered that you are nothing to me. For now. You are an ant, and I am a god. <laughs> okay? You're a Poseidon, perhaps? I would love to see how this battle goes going into Gym 5. I mean, you're going to have a lot of trouble with Boudica as well. She's going to put everybody to sleep and then mega drain them until there's nothing left. I got some sleeps. I got some people who do sleep. Poliwhirl. Oh, hypnosis. The accuracy on hypnosis is like 70 five percent if I'll not get some max 50. accuracies i'll get some max accuracies <laughs> hypnosis is far inferior to sleep powder i also had a thought for next game which is originally i thought my next game strategy and maybe the bug catchers can actually help me decide what my team is going to be next game but i thought next game i would do all ev evolutions <laughs> is that even possible that is a really good idea. You should do that. You should wait, though. You would only make it to five. They only added Umbreon and Espeon. Maybe I'll do Joshy's Choice next time. That I really like. Where it's like, Josh 
he looks at all the Gen 1 and Gen 2 Pokemons, and he decides which one are the cutest, and that's what I'm able to choose from. The sweetiest babies? Joshy's sweeties. Yeah, Joshy's sweeties. That's good. And that's my selection choice. And I'll try not to pick ones that also happen to be very bad. But no, I you have to be objective. Can't guarantee that. You have to be objective. The ones that you think are true sweeties. Okay. So. Erica. I feel like in most of these episodes so far, we haven't spent that much time really talking about the gym setup and we just talk about the battle. But I do feel like we got to talk about, like, they need me too in Celadon City because yes. <laughs> there are a lot of problems here. It was 96. It was 96 in <laughs> Japan. So, like, it's not a very progressive time. There's some pervert. It's very accurate this time in particular. Hanging out outside of the gym who's like ogling the women. Just staring through the window. And, and he's an old man. He says like, hey, I'm busting right now. And you're like, sir, why are you busting? He's like, oh, there's so many hot girls in this gym. Arrest this man. Where is <laughs> Officer Jenny? I mean- and then you go into the gym, and you were constantly oh. accused of being a pervert. Oh, my <laughs> like, God. No, that's not me. That's that guy. Don't drag me into this. And I get it. Like, it's like... I respect women. Yes, all men. And, like, I'm I'm here for it, and I support you, sister. But, like, it's that guy. That, not me. I respect you, and I respect your power. Me especially. Look at all my Pokemon. They're all water type. Oh, you're in trouble in there. You fucking own me right now. The best I can do is maybe get a, a body slam off from my Gyarados if you don't fucking paralyze me and <laughs> put me to sleep and wrap me, which is what happened. Every fucking Pokemon I fought. Stun Spore, <laughs> paralyzed. Sleep Spore, asleep. Wrap, 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 wrap. And it's like, what? <laughs> What am I supposed to fucking do here, Erica? <laughs> well, what am I supposed to do? I had so much trouble with this gym, and I knew I would because it's the pl it's the grass type gym, and I'm I all mean, water type. Uh, what, were, what are you thinking? Where you like go off on this in, this fucking long journey? You acquire all these water Pokemon right before going into the grass gym. Your strategy was flawed from the start. I know, I know, and I could have kept Nido Queen on my team, but I was like, no, I'm a Overachiever, and I'm going to get my full Water-type Pokemon team before I enter Erica, And I did, and she fucking... I beat... So I'll say this. I beat the gym. How, how did you even do it? I feel like mine is straightforward. Recount how you did it. Here's how I did it. I went to the Pokemart, and I bought literally 50 Awakens, <laughs> 50 Paralyzed Heals, and then I went back to the gym... And I and and fifty super potions, fifty, fifty, fifty of each of those things. Okay. And it bankrupted me. And I went back to the gym and I fought each of Erica's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight trainers. Yeah, the most trainers I think in any gym, by the way, in this generation. And they all had fucking victory bells, and they all had fucking glooms, and. All of the Victory Bells and all the Glooms know three powers. And the three powers they know are Stun Spore, which immediately paralyzes you, Sleep Spore, which immediately put you to sleep, and Wrap, 
which just fucking sucks. Sucks, and it keeps it you does stuck. like two. It does like two damage, and you're just trapped for infinity. No, sorry, it doesn't do two damage. It does twenty five damage to your water type Pokemon. Yeah, well, I'm not dealing with that problem. I got zero water types. It took like ten turns, and I would have to like waste. Eight paralyzed heals and awakens. <laughs> That's like really a nightmare. It was a nightmare. It's like I would go in and fight one of them, the lasses, and they would be like, their victory bell does stun spore, and I'm paralyzed, and I would do paralyzed heal, and they would do sleep spore, and I would do awaken, and they would do stun spore, and I would do paralyzed heal. And it's like, is this what we're just going to do this whole fucking battle, lass? And then eventually I like ground my way through it. Erica was actually the least troublesome of all the, the fucking trainers. I actually think that's true. What are even her Pokemon? I don't remember now. But Well, what I thought was interesting is that she, like, opens with a Victory Bell. Like, she comes out swinging. Yes. Victory Bell, Tangela, and Vileplume. You know what? I have a comment, by the way. I think it would be absurd now that you've seen Tangela again, this sprite Tangela. in particular. Yeah. Cutie. You think... Tangela's a cutie? I think Tangela's a cutie. No. Tangela is what I call it. Well, I don't know which one is right, but I'm going to stick with what I already said. I think Tangela's a cutie. You disagree. You're the one who's always talking about perverts. It's a pile of vines with two beady little eyes sticking out of the darkness. Shoes, and it's the got shoes a funny are gross also. The shoes are gross. Funny little shoes and a funny little perm haircut, and I like I like. And Tangela. as we discussed... Whether it is shoes that someone put on her or him, or they grew out of the Pokemon, that sucks. No, I love Tangela. My real thing is Victory Bell and Weeping Bell, which looks like a fucking sex toy, both of them. <laughs> Don't come after me on Tangela, because Victory Bell and Weeping Bell both look like sex toys. Yeah, I agree with that, actually. Anyway, I, had, I made short work of Erica. I assume that you just one-hitted your way through this entire gym. There was literally no issue. With Palmerston, who is Charmeleon, and or Lord Gort, the Kadabra. I, I just swapped them based on whether it was a full grass type or grass poison. If it was grass poison, I brought out Lord Gort. If it was just grass, I brought out Palmerston. And it was a sweep. I mean, right. I was like, listen, lady, I'm sorry that you are being sexually harassed all the time. Yeah. But That's I'm here to get a badge. Well, it was a fucking grind for me, and I hate it. I'm looking forward to every other gym from now on being a cakewalk. What do we have next? Gym five. So what we have next is Fuchsia City, which is Koga. He's a poison master, which is also really obnoxious. So there's a weird city halfway between Lavender Town and Celadon that the Rocket team have taken over. Is that not the next gym? Right. Normally what you do is you have to go and get the Sylph Scope from the Rocket Hideout. Then you go to the Pokemon Tower. Then you get the Poke Flute. Then you go down and done wake it, up to Snorlax. Done it, done it, done it. Then you go to Saffron City. Done and then I don't remember... Something like the rockets have blocked off all the exits or entrances to the gym and like several other like yes, important places. That is true. And then something happens and you have to go, you have to head south to Fuchsia City. I've started doing it. Anyway, it's going to be a very uh, long journey for me. 
But I am allowing you graciously to go on that journey, and then at the end of it, you and I will battle. That's right. Until next time, my name has been Tans here, a.k.a. Tanner Greenring. And I have been Greninjosh. Greninjosh, a.k.a. Josh Failstead. And this has been Experience Share, a Pokemon podcast. And I realized we got to start doing this. Rate, review, follow, subscribe, whatever platform it is. Go to iTunes right now. Do not hesitate. Or Spotify. And go and do it. And go and find our podcast on it. And literally, right now, while you're thinking to do it, wherever you are, on the subway, on your phone, at work, rate it five stars or four but preferably five nothing lower five would be good and scream at people on the street scream people on the street and leave a review it's honestly the only way we can get ahead and then one day we'll be famous we'll have merch and we'll do live shows and all that will be fun but first it starts with you rating and reviewing the show help us out we're just trying to make a living I think that's it. Oh, and thanks to Qmo or Q-U-M-U for the Lavender Town remix that's under the scare warning. If you want to hear the rest of that banger, it's in the episode notes. Do we have a sign-off? I can't remember. The sign-off is that you gotta catch every single episode of this podcast about Pokemon. And play along with us, I guess. Maybe it would be fun, too. Yeah. Wouldn't it be fun if someday we did a live show and we battled every person who brought a Game Boy and a link cable. I kind of assume that's the end game. It's like an interview format where we're at a table with our Game Boys and one by one everyone comes up and battles us and we talk about their lives as they're battling us. That's like fully what I think we have to do and we need to it's good that you're bringing <laughs> it up because we need to lay the foundation now because people need to start thinking about get practicing acquiring all these old ass Game Boys and games. Make sure you get the ones that have the replaced new battery right. soldered into it because I originally got one that just had no ability to save. And then get ready to battle us. All right. Goodbye. See you next week. Smell you later. Smell you later. <laughs>